This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. There are four books in the New Testament that we call the Synoptic Gospels. They are the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They are called the Synoptic Gospels because they give us a synopsis. In other words, a summary of the life and times of Jesus on earth. The first is the book of Matthew. Matthew was written to the Jews. The second is the book of Mark. Mark was written to the Romans. It's the shortest of all four. And then again, we have the book of Luke. Luke was written to the Gentiles, to unbelievers, people that have been ostracized from the commonwealth of Israel. And then we have number four, the book of John. John was written to believers. So it is expected that when you give your life to Christ, if you have not been able to read the Bible from cover to cover, one book, every child of God, should have been able to beat their chest and said, you know what, I read it completely. It's the book of John. Let me be sure you are following me. The book of Matthew written to which people? Come and talk to me, throne room. The book of Mark? The book of Mark? The book of Luke? And the book of John? Thank you. I will buy everybody ice cream after the service. Now, but of these four books, I have fallen so much in love with the book of Luke. Because the book of Luke has several stories, parables. If I were to be a movie producer, I would not look any further. I would just stay with the book of Luke. Not Nollywood, maybe Hollywood, not Bollywood. I would stay with the book of Luke. And I would just be churning out storylines, exciting stories, stories that we can connect with, stories that we can relate to, stories that have a resonation to our very existence. And for today, I'll be taking us on a journey to chapter 15. Chapter 15 of the book of Luke has three powerful stories. Three interesting stories as told by our Lord and Savior Jesus himself. Story number one is the story of a man who had a hundred sheep. And one day he took a head count. He took stock. Only to realize that out of a hundred, one was missing. Am I still in throne room? Story number two is the story of a woman who had ten pieces of silver coins, sir. And she too took stock. And she also found out that out of a hundred, out of ten pieces of silver coins, one was missing. Story number three from verse 11 is the story of a man who had two sons. And one day the second son of this man decided to also go missing. We call him the prodigal son. If I'm here and you are here, shout fire. Sounds like water in your mouth. I say if you are here and I am here, shout fire. 
And I said to the Lord, what do you want me to talk to your people about? And the Lord gave me three things that I'm going to share with us and then we're going to pray. Across these three stories, I found three common denominators. Three things that connected all three stories that happened in different places at different times with different people. I saw three connections. And these are the same connections that we all have. The first thing the Lord showed to me is that they all lost something. The man with the hundred sheep lost one. The woman with ten pieces of silver coins also lost one. A father who had two sons also lost one. They all lost something. I didn't come to throne room this morning to preach to a people that have it all together. I came here to address a conference of people who will also sit down and take stock and they've also lost some things. Oh, sorry, I'm in the wrong place then. You guys have it all together. Maybe you didn't lose a sheep or a coin or a son. Maybe you've lost an appraisal. You lost a promotion. Pastor Emmanuel was talking earlier. Maybe you lost an opportunity. You lost a platform. You lost a deal. You lost a relationship. But I think there's somebody here who says, sir, I have also lost some things. Are they here this morning? Why would I they fall for a person who can help you now? I don't know about you, but I've also lost some things. Let up. Please come, sir. Yes, sir, come. Watch this. Can I come down, sir? Thank you. Bring your things with you. Get your stuff and come. I've lost some things. John 10, 10, the Bible speaking says, the thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. As long as the devil remains the thief, we'll keep losing things. It is his primary ministry. Watch this. These things belong to my brother. Stand here, sir. Stand here. There are two ways the devil steals from us. And that's why we do not know when he has stolen from us. Number one is by direct theft. So this thing belongs to him. Sit there, sit there, sir. Sit. And then he comes. Don't get up. Okay, buddies. Go back and sit down. Even if you are pressed, the Bible says, hold your peace. I will fight for you. Peace is peace. No, peace is peace. There's a way peace go hold you. You go lose your peace. One way the devil steals from us is to come. Look the other way, sir. And he comes and takes what you already have. Now begin to look for your stuff. So we find ourselves looking for what? Be looking for it. This guy's a Bollywood actor. Nollywood won't take him. Look for your stuff. He's looking for it. Pastor, I came to address a conference of people like my brother who are looking for this and that. That's one way he steals from us. He takes what we already have. He steals joy. He steals peace. He steals our rest of mind. He steals our appraisal. You walk and you're supposed to carry your harvest, but he steals the harvest. Are they here today? Stand the other way. The second and most dangerous way he steals from us 
And that's where I came to fight. Stand with pastor. Is that these things belong to my brother. His prophecy is here. His destiny is here. His platforms are here. His possibilities are here. His opportunities are here. Go and carry them. And every time he wants to access them, access is denied. The second way the devil steals from us is that you are seeing your prophecy. Go get your prophecy, but access is denied. He's seen his platforms, but access is denied. He's seen the bright future that God has for him, but access is denied. I don't know who I came to talk to. I didn't come here to excite you with enticing words of men's wisdom. I came to say any and every place where access has been denied in your life, in your family, and in throne room. If your amen thunders today, access shall be granted. I say access shall be granted. That devil is a liar. I say access shall be granted. Now watch this. Go get your stuff. After this encounter today, the thing that they denied you access from, the same way he has carried his stuff, your amen thunders, you will carry your testimony. You will take delivery of what you have been looking for. What's going on here? We have barely 48 days. 48 days before this year comes to an end. I didn't come to preach you happy clappy. I came as God's oracle. Listen to me. My hands are lifted up. If your amen thunders by the grace of God that walk on this altar, I join my hands with Pastor T and we agree by faith that this year will not come to an end until you take delivery of what belongs to you. And I prophesy here. Acts chapter, chapter 27 verse 22. It says, be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss. I prophesy. The last time you lost anything, is the last time you shall lose anything. For the remaining part of this year, if you shout the amen three times, there shall be no loss in your life. No loss in your family. No loss in your career. No loss in your ministry. No loss in your platforms. Shout the amen like thunder. Watch this. Number one, they all lost something. Has anybody, is there anybody who has lost anything? I'm asking. I'm asking. Sir, in church, it's difficult to find real people. It's all a show. We pretend a lot. We hide behind our makeups. We hide behind our three-piece suits and, and our senators. We hide behind our big cars. We hide even behind the tongues we speak. Look at me. Somebody has lost something. People have lost investments. People have lost relationships. People have lost virtues. Let us say you woman of God. People have lost a lot of things. While he was praying with us, I came to share something else. You know how they invite you to a place, it's your first time, and you want to put your best foot out. The Lord said, keep that your foot down. There's a mantle for restoration. People have lost a lot. Number one, pastor, they all lost something. Number two thing the Lord showed me before we begin to pray. Is that every one of them that lost something recovered what they lost? 
now I know I'm in the wrong place this morning. They all recovered what they lost. The man with the hundred sheep, he left 99. He took a trip and went, found the one sheep and came back with it. The woman that had 10 pieces of silver coins, she lit a lamp, a lantern. She took a broom. She began to sweep. And ladies and gentlemen, she heard the sound of the coin. And she recovered the coin. The prodigal son, we don't know how much, how many years he left. How many months he was gone for? But he also came back. The father recovered him. I didn't come from Calabar to preach you happy clappy. I came from Calabar and lift up my hands. In the next 48 days of this year, if your amen thunders, you too shall recover all. Your family will recover all. Your children will recover all. In your platforms, you will recover. On the job, you will recover. In your career, you will recover. Your finances, you will recover. Your home front, you will recover. Your money, you will recover. If your amen is the loudest, you shall recover. Throne room. Nothing is too lost that it cannot be recovered. Good night. God bless you. I'm going home. Pastor, take the mic. Let me go. Mama, nothing is too lost that it cannot be recovered. If that's all I will say today, I'm done. There's no loss with Jesus. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Jesus said, I am come. He did not say, I will come. I am come. I am here. For one thing and one thing only that those who have lost anything should recover what they have lost. Here this I am come that they might have one and two to have it more. If they took one naira from you, God will give you one pound. Throne room recovery is not the same thing as restoration. If you lose ten thousand naira. And God says you will recover. He gives you back 10,000 naira. That's recovery. But when you lose 10,000 naira. And God says I will restore. He gives you 10,000 pounds. Does it make sense? Restoration is higher. Restoration is higher. Than recovery. Look at me. If only they had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. If the devil knows that if he took from you, God will give you much more than he took, he would not have taken from you. Look at me. If you shout the amen like thunder, you will recover. There shall be a restoration. Somebody shout hallelujah. Saul's father's donkeys were missing. Mama, they searched five cities in four days and they could not find them. But by an encounter with the prophets, life is pathetic without the prophetic. By an encounter with the prophets, 
They found. They found the missing donkeys. What has left you? What has strayed away from your life? I told you before. God is not in the business of recovery. He's in the business of restoration. If it was just about recovery, he would have found the donkeys. But God went beyond recovery to restoration. So apart from the fact that they found the donkeys, Saul also found the crown. That thing you lost is a setup. It's a divine orchestration for God to do much more for you. Am I in the right place here this morning? They all lost something. And after what they lost, they all recovered what they lost. Oh, I remember the story in 2 Kings chapter 6. When they took this axe head, this axe, and they were felling trees. They were felling trees. They were felling the trees. And ladies and gentlemen, the Bible speaking says that the axe head fell inside the water. They lost their cutting edge. The stick was still in their hands, but the cutting edge, the sharp part of the axe was gone. There are people here who started well this year. Their prayer life sharp. Their study life sharp. Coming to church sharp. Tithes and offerings sharp. Evangelism, going and fishing sharp. But right now, the cutting edge is lost. And they shouted, alas, it was borrowed. Before I say anything else, my hands are lifted up. If your amen thunders in this house, every spirit of indebtedness that makes you borrow from Peter to Paul to Andrew to James, every spirit of, that makes you borrow, because he that goes borrowing goes as sorrowing. As your hands are lifted, you shout the amen. Today, that spirit dies in your life. And anyone hearing my voice, that your monies are held in the hands of people, they are on you left, right, and center. If your amen thunders, they come under pressure to pay you your money. The man of God said, We are Felix. They showed him the place. And he took a stick. And I came here with the stick of the Bible. The stick of the word of God. I came here with the stick of the cross of Calvary. And they, they pointed it. Now watch this. The Bible says that the accent did what? Talk to me church. The accent did what? No, throne room. The accent did not float. The accent swim, swam. It did swim. Sir, this is wrong English. If I catch who wrote this scripture in heaven, if I catch whoever wrote this scripture in heaven, in go collect. In go collect. How dare you say, Iron swam. Inanimate objects do not swim, they float. Animate objects swim, they don't float. But when the prophetic is in place, when the natural encounters the supernatural, when the ordinary experiences the extraordinary, when the glory of God is brought to bear, when His power rests on natural things, so when He pointed the stick, when He pointed the stick, the iron began to develop the characteristics of a living thing. 
throne room I came here this morning to say if an inanimate object can respond to power if an iron without eternal consequences without a redemptive value can respond to the grace of God can respond to the power of God then your case is not hopeless I see miracles everywhere I see healings everywhere I see the mercy of God everywhere I see the grace of God everywhere can I say this to you can I announce something to you there are 52 weeks in a year I don't know about the other weeks and I don't know about next week this week shall be for you by far the best week of this year they recovered all if iron can develop and swim it means that when the word of God came forth the pneuma of God the blast of his nose reels the zoe of God the life of God entered the iron and the iron and the iron every miracle God performs defies a certain law of nature every miracle every miracle every miracle every miracle I don't know who has this one this week the miracle that will defy a law of nature what eyes have not seen ears have not heard that hasn't entered into the hearts of men your amen thunders three times it shall happen for you as I begin to close they all lost something one number two they all recovered what they lost number three are you ready for number three number three Pastor Sam, they all celebrated. Five of you are getting it. Six of you are getting it. Twenty of you are getting it. Sixty of you have gotten it. One twenty people have gotten it. They all celebrated you will celebrate sir you didn't, you didn't hear what I said throne room media please give us throne room media give us chapter 15 Luke verse 6 verse 9 and verse 22 and I'm going to take my seat come on who's there hurry up hurry up Chapter 15, Luke, verse 6, verse 9, verse 22 to 24. These guys are cousins everywhere. They like to delete. They, they are cousins everywhere. Verse 6. Yeah, these guys, they are cousins everywhere. They will delay you. Time to go, they are delaying you. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me. 2022 will end in praise for you. 2022 will end in celebration for you. Verse 9. Verse 9. 
Everybody read verse 9. Want to go? Uh huh. Say what? Rejoice with me. After this service today, after this service today, in your life, in your family, in throne room, it will be, it will be party after 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 you will not cry in 2022 can I say to 10 people here the 10 people with the biggest aim hear this before the end of this year there will be several gatherings in your compound And as they gather, as they gather, as they gather, you will not hear condolence messages. You will hear congratulations. You will hear congratulations. Somebody shout fire. You will not cry over your children. You will celebrate over your children. You will not cry over your siblings. You will celebrate over your siblings. You will not cry on the job. You will celebrate on the job. They all celebrated. Sir, when the prodigal son came back, huh? the father called his servants. He said, bring me a robe, a ring, and shoes. He puts on his son. He calls somebody else. He said, you, you can butcher. Go and prepare me one of the fatted cows. Huh? And the guy went to prepare it. Then he, who, who's the DJ in the house? And they called the guy, DJ Morris. He had his, what's it called? His headset. And DJ Morris came and he played loud music. I want to beg you for one thing. After service today, please play music. Dance. Celebrate. Hear me, hear me. Be careful, be careful. When the prodigal son's older brother was coming back, he heard the sound. Who is that? Put put the scripture for me. 23, 24. 22, 23, 24. Let me give you a warning before I close my times. Okay. Just a few minutes left I have. Come on, talk to me. Come on. This guy wants to spoil my career here. But the father said to his servants, bring Fred the best robe and put it on him. There's a change of garment here. And put a ring on his hands. That speaks of authority. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Next verse. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be what? Let us eat and be what? No matter how things are, eat. <laughs> My brother, eat. If you want to cry, eat. Let us learn from Oyibo people. Oyibo. Eat. 
You even need the strength to cry. Eat. Next verse. See what I want to talk about here as I pray. Next verse. For this my son was dead and is alive again. Your amen thunders. Life is replacing death in your life. Your amen becomes bigger and better. Where you were lost, you are being found. And they began to be merry. This is the beginning of a joyous journey for you. Of a season of celebration for you. <laughs> Do I talk about that one? Next verse. Next, next verse. Next verse. Huh? Is it his preaching? Now his elder son was in the field, and as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. If only you can play your music so loud today. Now they hear me so. I want your neighbors to hear it. I want your colleagues to hear it. Let them ask you why, why are you why are you so full of joy? Why why, why are you celebrating? There's a new you. I'm seeing something different. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I just heard this for somebody here. November will end well for you. I just heard for somebody else. You are about to score the goal that will change your story. My time's up. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Go back to verse 6. Let me make some declarations then I will sit down. Verse 6. Please, everybody stand up and look at this with me. God bless you. Verse 6. Read for me one to go. Verse 6. One to go. And when he cometh home. Verse 6 again. One to go. And when he cometh home. Can I pray for you? Can I pray for you? And when he cometh home, Mama, and when he cometh home, and when he cometh home, I speak to this house. You will never, ever, 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 ever embark on a journey of no return. You will not be a victim of plane crash. The plane that will crash, you will not be inside. The ship that will capsize, you will not be inside. The car that will somersault, you will not be inside. Can I pray for you? By air, by sea, by rail, by road. You will never, ever, ever, ever embark on a journey of no return. They will not look for you and not find you. You will not look for your own and not find them. ICT, keep that scripture up. Keep that scripture up. Keep that scripture up. Don't take it out. He collects together his friends and neighbors. He collects together. I am hearing this. I am hearing this. That you are going to have an emergency Thanksgiving service. There is something God will do that your neighbors, your colleagues, your relatives, your family members, your friends will follow you to celebrate. 
I'm not talking in 2024. I'm not talking in 2025. I'm not talking 2023. I'm talking November. I'm talking December of 2022. He said, for I have found my third prophecy for you. If your amen is the loudest, Jesus. If your amen is the loudest, hear me. You will never, ever, 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 ever go out and come back empty handed. This week will deliver to you, November will deliver to you, December will deliver to you, 2022 will deliver to you. Shut fire. Shout yes! For I have found. Everyone say, Me too, I will found. Come on, guys. Come and see. Let them hear you, man. Come, come. Me too, I will found. I will found. I will found. Did you hear that? They didn't say, I will find. I will found after this encounter you will be a founder of your own brand of your own company of your own platforms shout I am a founder Number one this year, the last time you lost anything is the last time you shall lose anything. No more loss in your life, no more loss in your family, no more loss in your career, no more loss in your business. Number two, they all recovered what they lost. If your amen thunders, you too, this year you shall recover. 24 hours you will recover. As you live here, you shall recover. Before midnight today, you shall recover. Before midday today, you will have a testimony. I don't have to say the next one. This year, before it ends, you will have multiple costs to celebrate. Thank you, Father. My time's up. But pastor, these are the three areas the devil attacks the church. Amongst many areas. These are these three things. The second thing the Lord told me about this story. I don't have time. Is that these are the three areas the devil attacks the church. Number one, it's in the area of sheep. Sheep is not just animal. Sheep is big business. The force, the hairs, the force on the sheep. It's wool. It's for fashion. One sheep has a stake in different sectors of life. Our president, outgoing. <laughs> a few years ago, we were told that he had statistically 6,000 cows. But our president, PMB, does not go from place to place grazing with his cows. He sits in the state house in Abuja. 
and oversees the affairs of Nigeria and Nigerians. For him, 6,000 cows are an investment. There may be more now. So anything that touched a cow or his sheep is attacking his investments. His business. That's why I kept talking about business, investments. Satan has taken too much from the church. The second place the devil attacks the church it's in the area of coin, finance. That woman lost coin. Many of you would have done bigger and better, but your finances are under attack. You have the vision, but lack provision. You know what to say, but no money to back it up. Because the voice of a poor man is not heard in a city. Money gives you defense. Money gives you security. Money gives you speed. Money gives you vocality in your locality. So the devil says, he will not be heard. Let me undermine his influence. And he puts you under. As I close. Number three area the devil attacks the church. Sir, is that he took that man's son. He's in the area of family. Many families are dysfunctional. Husbands and their wives coming to church not talking to each other. When they have guests come over to their house, they play along. Soon as the guest leaves, they go back to square zero. I know a family where they have three sons and two daughters. Years ago, all three sons were the heads of capoons of various cults in university. How can one woman have three cultists? Not just cult members, but capoons of different cults. While these children were these capoons of rival cults, throughout that year, those cults never clashed. Some thought it was a blessing. No, it was a curse. I know a family where the man is a homosexual. The wife is a lesbian. So bad that the wife will bring men to the husband and the husband will bring women to the wife. Many families are dysfunctional. Satan is fighting against families. We don't have time. But if your wife is here, if your children are here, if your siblings are here, look for them in the two minutes I'm borrowing from Pastor Emmanuel. And let's hold hands and pray. I give you six prayer points and I run. One, open your mouth. Say my father and my God. Say my father and my God. I stand in of prayer. I stand in this house of prayer. Say I come to the throne room. This year there shall be no loss in my life. No loss in my family. No loss in throne room. Open your mouth and pray that prayer quickly. Open your mouth and pray. In the name of Jesus, number two, say, Father, I stand on your word. The remaining 48 days of this year, as an individual, I shall recover. As a family, we shall recover. As a church, we recover. When you open your mouth and declare it, let me hear you pray. Break every chain, break every chain, 
Break every chain. Break every chain. Oh, break every chain. In the name of Jesus. Say, Father, we stand upon your word. 2022 will end in praise. Will end in celebration. For me, for my family, and for your church in throne room. Clap your hands and pray. I say clap your hands and pray. In the name of Jesus. I've overshot my time by five minutes. Look at me. I don't know who you are. But if you are not born again and you're here, I'm not saying you don't come to church. I'm not saying that you don't belong to a service group or department in church. You know that if the trumpet sounds this second, heaven will elude you. And you want to make peace with Jesus. You want to say, Father, I'm serious because God will not do serious things with unserious people. You want to say, Father, today is that day. This is the end of the road for me. Can I see your hands? I want to pray for you. Anywhere you are, can I see the hands? Can I see the hands? Can I see the hands? Father, we thank you. Okay, good. Everyone lift up your hands. Say after me, Heavenly Father. Shout it. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word. As my hands are lifted up, say they are a sign of my surrender, of my rededication, of my recommitment to you, to your word, to the place of prayer. I receive grace for church attendance. I receive grace to pray. I receive grace to access the throne room. In the name of Jesus, shout a big amen for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to me, everybody. Did that message connect with you? Did God speak to anybody here? Very quickly, take any seed. Take 10,000, take 5,000, take three, four, five thousand. Lift it up now. If you don't have physical cash, do a transfer. But by all means, run to this platform and touch on this altar where our pastor, Pastor T, stands to minister. There will be all kinds of testimonies. Who is the first person to get here because I'm running off? Take that seed, touch on this altar, and run back to your seats. As you touch, it's prophetic. As you touch, it's prophetic. As you touch, it's symbolic. Take that seed. Take, don't just touch. Take that seed and lay there. Or you make that transfer. The Lord bless you. Thank you for having me. God bless you. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.